Welcome to Konoha Crush, a clandestine effort to exhaustively research and document events occurring in and around the village hidden in the leaves. I'm Velvet. I'm Gwen. Hi! Hi! Hey! It's a whole new arc. None of this tuning exam shit. None of this None of this destroying the village hidden in the leaves shit, unfortunately. But like, you know. Yeah. No more school. No. <laughs> they already weren't in school. <laughs> well... Cheating exams are kind of school. It's like a test, which is like school. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense to me. Uh, how, how's it going? Uh, it's pretty good. Do we have anything we want to talk about before we get into the whole, like, oh, it's the start of a new arc, so we talk about, like, what the podcast is and stuff? I'm still in that state where I'm, like, not fucking, wa- like, watching shit this, this season for whatever reason. I'm just, I'm just taking a break, I guess. Um... But I, you know, other than like watching like first recoil with Gwen every week, which like still having a great time with that. Yeah, it's just fun when you give the girls some guns and you make the show look really good. Fucking Tetsuya Takeuchi was on that latest episode. I mean, it's not going to be the latest episode by the time this comes out, but like you know, when we recorded this, what 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 number was it for? Four, yeah, yeah. Tetsuya Takeuchi, who we've talked about on this podcast, even great looking episode of anime. You love to see it. Yeah, it was his, uh, did, did, did you say it was his first time, like, being the, like, animation director? Uh, it was his first time being, like, storyboarder and episode director for, like, a episode of TV anime. He's done, like, some OVAs in the past, I think, but, like... Okay. He's not, like, completely, he's not, like, completely unfamiliar with a lot of that work, but, you know, it's, like, it, it is still a first in some ways. Right, I mean, obviously he's been in the industry for a long time, uh, he drew, like, the most sickest scene in the whole Zobby's, uh, situation. Yeah. And, like, you know. He's around before that, even. It's just a really, really, really talented motherfucker, and that episode looked so good. It looked so good, yeah. No, I was, uh. I, I was kind of like, you know, because of so much of, like, Tetsu Takeuchi's work that I've been seeing recently was, like, stuff on Naruto for this podcast. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, I was expecting it to be, like, a much bigger action thing, and there's, like, some, like, action stuff in it, but, like, it's mostly just, like, a. You know, like, a, like it is by and large, like, here's, like, a light comedy episode that is just constantly showing off and that's uh that's a pretty good that's a pretty good mode for for a show to be in too it turns out yeah it was a good fucking episode yeah i was just having a great time with that sometimes you just need to watch one show and not like a half dozen shows that you only care about some of them and that's like a better way to watch anime sometimes it turns out yeah i mean besides that the only thing that's been going on for me recently was uh multiverses the open beta came out like today and i played a little bit of that yeah, I played a little bit of that too. I'm like, I'm still getting a feel for it, but you know, mm-hmm. it's all right. Yeah, it's pretty good. I don't know how much I'll play of it in the grand scheme of things, but I'll at least try to play a little more. Um, well, I'll have you know that I've been playing it. I, I played like five or so like online rounds. Mm-hmm. One, Did you one win? v one. I won all but one. All right, that's God. I, I got to catch up. I guess. Oh my God. Yeah. Um. Pro- probably after we record, I'm going to make you one v one me. Okay. Well, that's that's scary. Um, but I'll do my best. <laughs> All right, so... Hey, I guess we want to say what this podcast is? I mean, if you've been listening for this long, you, your suspense must be killing you. Like, what the fuck What the fuck is going on here in this Naruto podcast? Mostly we talk about Naruto. We mostly talk about Naruto. The bulk of all of our episodes every week is talking about Naruto. Mm-hmm. We talk, you know, we talk, like, primarily about the anime for a variety of reasons. You know, I think there's, a. Uh, some changes that are interesting to talk about for good or ill, I think that, like, you know, there's a lot of artists who work on Naruto who have, like, a really interesting, um, like, contribution to, like, what Naruto is that I think are, like, worth highlighting and I, in a way that I feel like, I don't know, if I, if I was just talking about Masashi Kishimoto the entire time as, like, the sole, like, artistic voice by Naruto, like, I, I would be less satisfied than if I got to talk about, like, you know, Toshiki Suru or, like, Atsushi Wakabayashi or, like, you know, all sorts of other people we'll get to further down the line. Yeah, less satisfied and just like blatantly incorrect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, you know, I'm I'm uh, I'm Velvet. Sometimes I'm Ira. Sometimes I'm Ruby. You know, I've got like got a whole gender fluid thing going on. You know, don't worry about it. I'll I'll say whatever I'm feeling at the top of the very episode. Probably I uh, have sort of been consumed with a fascination for Naruto for like a long ass time. Um, you know, I was gonna say gotta be over a decade. It's like probably it's like way more than a decade at this point. Like it's like twenty years. I mean, I haven't, I have not been in for 20 years, right? Like, but like, it's probably like not quite 15, but like getting there, you know, 
by the time we get we get on this podcast, it'll easily be fifteen years. Um, you know, I've, uh, I've I've read the whole thing through multiple times. I've seen the whole thing through one time, and like seen most a lot of these episodes like more than that. Um, and now I'm doing it again in a like attempt to like I, I don't even know. I guess just fucking get all the shit that I thought about Naruto out like out of my head, and like you know maybe uh, maybe even come to some exciting new conclusions, like how cool Orochimaru is. Yeah, we fucking love Orochimaru. Yeah, we love Orochimaru here. That's a that's a very important point of this podcast. Um, actually, and like we 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 have kind of like framed like the fiction around the podcast. Like we have this bit going where we're characters in the show sometimes. Well, I have this bit going where where we're characters in the show sometimes, like underlings of Orochimaru, and I think that's like a fun direction to approach it from. Hi, I'm Gwen, the other host of the podcast. What's up with you, Gwen? Why don't you tell us about yourself? Uh, hi, I'm Gwen. Uh, sort of a trans femme lesbian type thing. And, like, you know, that's fine. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I like it. I would say better than fine, you know? I might say exceptional. <laughs> you fucking would. I would. I did, even. <laughs> yeah, and I guess, like, kind of similarly, though much less exhaustively, uh, I have uh, a long and storied experience with Naruto. Um, albeit kind of spotty, there are, like, some, like, stretches of the show where I just have, like, no experience with, despite, like, kind of, like, being into it roughly through its whole, uh, through its whole run and, like, it consuming a large part of my, like, imagination as, as, as a young teen. Yeah, I mostly like swords and fights and stuff. Um, Velvet is much smarter than I am when it comes to, like, I don't know, doing research and knowing like who made the show and things but like i'm 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 here to call that when something is cool as fuck yeah that's a very important service and also you're like a funny bitch i I gotta say yeah well you know i know (laughs) oh my god i try thank you thank you for your service you know it's it's really it's really valuable this podcast i have you to bounce off of can you fucking imagine if i was just trying to like talk about naruto alone into a microphone nightmare nightmare worst audio experience of anybody's life yeah, I mean, so that's that, that that's basically what's going on. Uh, do do you have anything else you want to say? Not really. Um, no, you just want to go ahead and get into the episodes then. I'm totally good to get into these episodes. All right. Episode eighty-one, Return of the Morning Mist. It's a new day. Sasuke and Naruto are each training in their own way. Naruto's pumped to keep working and getting stronger, and Sasuke dwells on his trauma. A bunch of sand shinobi find the body of the Kazakage abandoned in the desert somewhere, and date it to before the tuning exams. Orochimaru is mad about his arms, and regrets not going for Itachi earlier. Itachi and Kisame are looking for someone in the village, and Jiraiya gets asked to become the new Hokage. He refuses, but offers to go find Tsunade if it'll keep the village others off his back. So the episode starts with the scene that I didn't mention in the summary. It starts with, uh... It starts with Itachi and Kasame like entering the hidden leaf for the first time in the morning, right? And it's all foggy, which is probably what the Morning Mist title is about. Yeah, that's probably the Morning Mist. They just fucking stroll in there, you know. I, I have to cut the leaf slack just this one time because they've just lost a lot of people, you know. I can't judge too harshly. I'm sure their security measures are lessened, but like you know, if they are a full force, maybe maybe then Itachi and Kasame could have still just strolled in there and it would have been fine uh, for them. Right, because I mean, it's not like the it's not like the it's not like the path was unguarded. There was a guy going like, "Hey, wait, you guys, who are you?" Oh shit, I'm getting all sleepy from the morning mist. No, yeah. So there's a if the leaf was ever any good at keeping out intruders, which we've had we've had our, our qualms with the past. It's certainly not up to snuff now. So we got some guys here. Mm-hmm. Um, Sasuke's doing fucking bad. Sasuke's. <laughs> Sasuke's situation is so rough right now. Sasuke's just, like, sitting there, like, fucking hallucinating his, like, slightly younger self being sad and throwing knives at him. It's, like, a really bad moment for him. It's He is clearly not handling it. Naruto's fine. Naruto's fine, though. Yeah, Naruto is, like, doing... Naruto is just having, like, a normal fucking morning. Like, he's the one guy who's just, like... He's happy to be here. He's happy to be training and trying to get stronger every day. He's, like, running through the fucking woods after he finished like throwing shuriken at shit and he's like gonna go back back to town he's fine he's he's handling it he he uh i, I guess he didn't really have anything that bad happen to him in the previous arc so like you know it's, it's really all looking up for him 
uh, I think I really like throughout these episodes is that like uh, there, there, there's a real attention to like you know when people are like moving up moving about through the hidden leaf. Um, there's really attention to like how much like construction work is going on there. I, I feel like the anime like sometimes you've got shots of like oh here's a, like a like a wrecked building or something, but like throughout these three episodes like there's a lot of just like little moments of uh um like we're like there's just like that kind of like constant background like presence in the soundscape or just like here's like some people that are working in the background i think that's like a nice touch um i also really like the scene where like naruto runs into kona Hamaru here um yeah and another scene that i didn't mention in the summary yeah that's okay uh, it's uh kona Hamaru is just kind of standing around being sad yeah, like Naruto like r- runs up to him, and they're both like just kind of standing there, be like, "Oh, oh, are you kind of sad? Or should I say something?" And uh, you know, it, 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 it's just like this, this moment of like sort of quiet awkwardness. And Konohamaru is like, "Actually, I'm fine. Uh, my sheer patriotism has overpowered my sadness, so I'm going to be okay. I'm going to go help fix the school." Uh, what a good kid. Yeah, he's really, he's really, uh, he's not rebellious anymore. Now that his grandpa's dead, he's really uh, cleaned up his act. <laughs> Yeah, and by good, I do mean primed to be a child soldier. So, like, you know. <laughs> that's what it's all about, right? That's, that's what it's all about here at the Hidden Leaf. Here's in Saratobi's, like, final victory was, like, just making, a, like, a, the next generation so fucking ready. <laughs> Christ. Anyway, speaking of dead Kages, uh, off of the desert, we see, like, who, who's in this in the scene? Is it Baki? Yeah, Bucky's there. Bucky's the only sand journey we know. Yeah, I guess that's true, right? I, I, I was trying to remember if Bucky was alive, but no, Bucky's, Bucky's alive. He's fine. Yeah. Genma sure as hell didn't fucking do anything. Right. And so when you we were talking about the previous arc, I, I sort of assumed that, like, Orochimaru, like, killed and replaced the Kazakage at some point in the middle of that. But we get the reveal here that he's he's just been dead for, like, a month. Yeah, he was dead the whole time. <laughs> the whole fucking time. Roshimaru was just, like, sort of sitting there, right? I guess either Roshimaru or, like, somebody who he sent over to pretend to be Kazakage was just sort of sitting there and be like, hey, guys, let's let's all let's all stir up this fucking, you know, whole, like, reactionary nationalist thing you got going on. You can just, uh, you can just run in there. It's, uh, it's kind of amazing how much Roshimaru is just like, yeah, I'm gonna treat this other village like a fucking gun for me. And, like, whatever happens, happens. Honestly, good shit. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a fucking strong move. He should have done that with the hidden leaf. What, like, killed and replaced Hiruzen? And just, uh... Yeah, just just been Hiruzen for a while. I said, oh my god, because then he could just keep replacing whoever is the new Hokage. Oh my god, he could be the Hokage forever. He could just take their body. I feel like he doesn't really want that, though. Like, I feel like he wants the hidden leaf to not be there more than he wants it to be, like, his uh, his own personal thing. I mean, that's 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 fair, but, like, you know... Obviously, you know, Orochimaru couldn't have done this because, you know, we cut over to, um, we cut over to Orochimaru's lair where Kabuto is, like, trying to reassure him. He's like, well, you know, you take out the Hokage and he's, like, the strongest of all the Hoka- all the Kages, right? So, like, you know, um, obviously it's just much easier to kill the Kage as a Kage and replace him than to kill the Hokage because, uh, mm-hmm. there's, like, a weird through line through these episodes of people, like, very pointedly establishing some sort of, like, pecking order of, like, who's stronger than who, um, like, they really want you to know, like, where we're escalating things and, like, where the power levels are in a way that, like, it feels kind of quaint, almost. Yeah, it's fun. Very on the nose, right? Because, like, Orochimaru is thinking about how he wanted to take, like, Itachi's body, but now it's too late because Itachi is stronger than him. So we, we, we just keep getting that, uh, you know, this is like, don't worry, everybody. There's even more stronger guys. Uh, it's just going to keep getting more dangerous out here. Yeah, I mean, you gotta, like, establish the next big bad guy is stronger than the last one. Come on. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Orochimaru is, like, really, like, pulling double duty as, like, the, the stakes establishing guy here, right? Because he's not just talking about, like, oh, Itachi's stronger than me. He's also, like, gesturing towards, like, an ominous organization he used to be part of that he left when he realized, like, Itachi was too strong to take the body of. So it's, like... Yeah. So can we talk about how Orochimaru keeps his old ring on just, like, a severed hand he keeps on his desk? Where else do you keep your rings? I'm just like a mummy hand. It's so good. Uh, what a, what a guy. What a fucking guy. Well, I, I like that Orochimaru like momentarily indisposed. Just like okay, well, don't worry. There's lots of other big problems for the hidden leaf. So like maybe they keep making shit bad for them over there. It'll be fine. I'll just I'll just relax for a bit. Yeah, I'll just relax. Figure out how to fix my arms and then grab Sasuke. Mm-hmm. It's a good plan. We we get one of the one of the rare serious scenes with Jiraiya. 
It's not that rare. Maybe in the context of these episodes, it's like maybe his one, uh, like all a serious scene. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like he he is going to like gradually become a more serious character as like b- basically starting now. Mm-hmm. But uh, he he is approached by the old people in the village. You know, the, yeah. the old ones that used to hang out with the Hokage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fucking Koharu and Homura or whatever. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, and they're like, hey, we picked you to be the next Hokage. And he's like, no, thanks. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Like, like, you got some time. I know that the fucking villain, like, the war with the sand isn't actually happening. We get this, like, tidbit about how, like, uh, as soon as, like, everything, like, in all the fighting in the village, top of the sand is basically just like, oh, shit, uh, that was Orochibaru's fault. Um, We can't do this. We know you can't do this. So let's just stop having war and go, like, I don't know. I guess we'll be allies again. Yeah. I- I've got to say, that, like, outside of... um. Outside of, like, I guess losing the Kazakage and, like, you know, losing a bunch of the people who, like, went and pursued an attack, which, like, we know was, like, not, uh, a, a lot of, like, the Sans Forces were, like, were, like not actually being sent into the village, um, for whatever reason. Um, yeah, which, okay, can, 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 can we talk about that for a sec? Because, mm-hmm. um, the, 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 like, dead Kazakage thing kind of recontextualizes that in a way that I think doesn't make quite as much sense. Yeah, right, because, like, when I was, when we were talking about it earlier, we talked about how, like, the Kazakage hesitating to send in all the forces was like, yeah, we can, like, cut these guys off as extremists if we need to. But, like, if Orochimaru is just trying to, like, use the, like, hidden sand as a gun, it's, like, a little st- more strange that he's not, like, committing to it that much. Yeah, right? Like, if... I I, I would have just sent fucking everybody. I would have just fucking... I don't know, but may- maybe that maybe the, like, espionage disguising yourself as the Kazakage situation was, like, a little bit more precarious than was necessarily on screen, right? And so, like, I, I could also see it being the case where it's, like, mm-hmm. if I just decided to send everybody in like that, I would be under, like, too much scrutiny. Yeah, that, that, I, I can see that being the case. I, I do think that the grand scheme of things actually winds up working, like, kind of well for the sand, because, like, you know, their main beef with the Leaf was how the Leaf was sort of, like, expanding their own power by, like, you know, working to, like, take a lot of, uh, you know, work from the, like, uh, the, the government of the Land of Wind, like, and sort of, like, diverting funds that would normally go to the land, the, like, you know, the village in the sand. And, like, with a lot of the Leafs forces down, they're probably not going to be able to take as much of that work. And so, like, maybe maybe this isn't so bad for them, you know? Yeah, honestly, maybe maybe the attack worked out. And, like, it's not like fucking Gara's dad was doing that much shit that was, like, good for the village. It seems like he, he mostly just ordered a lot of people to kill his son and die, it seems like. <laughs> yeah, he devoted a lot of his attention to the, uh possessed demon baby situation mm-hmm. so yeah, maybe, maybe this is actually like you know it's it's a little rough for them right now but that, it's, it's probably looking up for them in the grand scheme of things yeah that's probably fine but uh but he's like okay fine i'm not gonna be the hokage but if it will get you all if, it, if it'll get you to quit asking me i'll go find tsunade I, I could truly respect this i would not like want to like pick up the like, I, 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 I just wouldn't want this job, personally. Uh, especially not, like, taking it from my fucking weird dad, who, like, always compared me to, like, his other student, who he, like, now hates, and, like, tried to... It, it's, it's a whole fucking mess, you know? Sometimes you just don't want to be there. Yeah. The village el- the village elders are like, okay, fine, we're gonna send you, like, an Anbu detail with you, which, again, like, I've not been sold on the Anbu still, so, like, I'm not really sure. I, 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 feel, I feel like I feel like Jirai could, like, evade an Anbu detail pretty easily, if, if it came down to it. Yeah, the Anbu... I mean, I don't want to reiterate the 30 men behind one bush situation, but... Yeah, I'm like, even beyond the, like, Anbu suck jokes, like, there, there's really an extent to which the Anbu are like, okay, like, here's the, like, baseline sort of competent guys that, like, all the actual strong guys are better. So, like, it, it just doesn't really seem, uh... It doesn't really seem like the best the best plan, you know? It, it doesn't seem like that's, that's really necessary. But, like, you know, Drya is like, you know, don't don't send those guys with me. I'm, just, I'm actually going to take Naruto with me, uh, and, like, I'll, I'll, I'll be committed up to this to, like, stick with it, and I guess that's enough to convince them. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and if we think about it, a squad mm-hmm. of Anbu uh-huh. can't can't take on Kakashi. Mm-hmm. Kakashi can't take on Itachi. Uh-huh. And Itachi can't take on Jiraiya. Okay. So, so. We also know that, like, a squad of Anbu can't take on Kabuto, and getting on a little ahead of ourselves, Naruto's gonna do that by the end of this arc, so, like, that, that puts Naruto above the Anbu, too, on the pecking order. It's alright. <laughs> yeah. God. I, I, I could probably kill 100 Anbu at once. I believe in you. Yeah. You want to move on, though? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Naruto's having trouble finding his last free ramen ticket. 
and Kakashi very conspicuously name drops Sasuke next to a guy he's pretty sure is Itachi. Sasuke shows up and Itachi disappears, leaving his Dango behind. Asuma and Kuranai pursue, and run into the Akatsuki duo by the river. Asuma asks what they're doing here, but Kasame just wants to fight. He drags his huge sharkskin sword against Asuma's arm, tearing it up pretty bad. Kuranai gets them in a genjutsu, but Itachi has the Sharingan, and turns it back around on her. Kuranai gets kicked into the river, but Kakashi's there for backup. Naruto found the ticket. Kakashi is so fucking good in this episode. Like, yeah. even beyond the, the stuff where he's, like, hanging around outside the cafe where the Akatsuki are, like, there's this moment where, like, uh, Asuma and Kuranai are, like, clearly on a date, and, like, there, there's an extent to which, like, oh, I was I was really hoping we would see Kakashi here, like, we're, we're doing this date early enough in the morning that he's probably just gonna go be sad at Obito's grave, and Kakashi is just fucking there. Even beyond the extent to which Kakashi is about to ask them to go do something dangerous, there's this, like, you get this great picture of them being like, oh, Kakashi's gonna be so fucking annoying if he knows we're doing this. <laughs> yeah. God, I... I still really like her, and I... Yeah? She's just so pretty. Got bad news for you. I know. I know. Maybe, you know, maybe a little later on, she'll, she'll need someone to comfort her. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> yeah, I'll fucking raise his daughter. <laughs> but yeah, it was like, in addition to just like being there to annoy, you know, Kurai and Asuma, he's just like sort of glanced over Tachi's like at Itachi and he's like, yeah, so like Sasuke is like totally gonna be here any minute now. And they're just fucking out of there. Itachi's not looking for that right now. Yeah. Sasuke shows up like moments later and just like glances at where Kakashi's asked to meet. He's like, hey, by the way, I hate treats. I don't like sweet things. I don't have time for that. I'm a serious boy. <laughs> I don't want that half-eaten dongo, Kakashi. Yeah, sorry. I, I, did you did you call me here for this? I, I'm not a half-eaten dongo guy. <laughs> not even a fully like a fully uneaten dongo guy. I am. I am, however, a fully eaten dongo guy. If you show me a plate where dongo used to be, I'm like, nice. I didn't want that. <laughs> Kuranai and Asuma go to like chase after the Akatsuki, mm-hmm. and. We get the little, like, introduction of the two men. Yeah, it's great, because, like, Asuma and Kurai catch up to them, and, like, Itachi recognizes them and, like, says, like speaks to them by name, and, you know, they're like, oh, shit, you must be somebody from the village, and they recognize the Sharingan, it's like, okay, we know exactly who you are. And then, like, Kisame, like, takes off his hat, and it's like, oh, and by the way, I'm Kisame, I'm here, too. <laughs> I love this dude so much. So He's so much fun in these episodes. I, I like, forgot how much fun Kisame was, but he's, like, genuinely kind of delightful here. He, he, he's like looking over to Tachi, he's like, damn, everybody in your village hates you too, huh? Well, it's okay, I'm your bro. We're alright. <laughs> um, also, I have to shout out their fucking matching purple like nail polish. Great Fuck shit. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> fucking boyfriend shit. <laughs> the Akatsuki partnerships are so that you can paint each other's nails, so that's like the primary function. <laughs> oh my god, we should join. <laughs> oh my god, maybe. We'll, we'll have to say they're recruiting. What if we just? What if we just like take like make some of our, those rooms of our own, and we just sort of like go around causing trouble until they're like, well, I guess we have to associate with you now. <laughs> Woo! We're not gonna make different robes. <laughs> that's the plan for this next arc. Or yeah, I mean, that that that's the plan. Now that Konoha Crush is over, that's just what we do now. Yeah. Until fucking Boruto happens or whatever. I don't know. When did the Akatsuki stop being like a thing? Probably sooner than Boruto, actually. Yeah, it's like, you know, the Fourth Ninja World War, it's not really like a secret or Akatsuki stuff going on at all times. It's just like a big fucking clusterfuck at all times. Yeah. There's like technically an Akatsuki, but it's not really like the same. I also really like when they're, um, another thing I want to touch on when they're like, when Itachi and Kasame are like, you know, encountering Asuma and Kurenai is, uh, they like, they do, they, they do recognize who Kasame is and they talk about the shit that he did where he like, you know, evidently he was also, like, planning to overthrow the misgovernment and, like, assassinated a feudal lord of a different country. So, like, it just kind of seems like all of the, like, former, you know, the, the former missed, like, Seven Swordsman guys who got kicked out all were up to some really sick shit. <laughs> Itachi tries to be like, hey, we're not here to fight. And, uh, you know, Asuma's like, Asuma and Kuro are like, okay, that's great. We're still gonna fucking fight you. I just launched it to, it launched into, like, a fight where, like, it's clear that neither of them are really uh, super well suited for this, you know. Asuma is like immediately on the defensive, trying to like hold back a big sword. 
uh, with his like punch knives, which like you know, worse reach, can't really get the same leverage, and also like so- like Kasame's got his like fucked up like cutting you with like shark skin scales stuff going on. He's got a very big rasp. Is that a kind of sword? No, it's a kind of um, woodworking tool. Oh, okay. And Kurenai's in the like, deeply unfortunate position of like needing to be the genjutsu specialist who's fighting like somebody with a Sharingan. Like, sorry, it, it just wasn't gonna go well for you. Um, I'm glad. I'm, I'm, you know, I respect you for trying, but like, it's just. Uh... I mean, genjutsu specialists all over the world were like, "Wahoo!" And the fucking Uchiha clan got wiped out. Yeah, like Kurenai was like at times like, "Oh, that's terrible," but she's kind of like, inside. She's like, "Okay, this is like pretty good for me though." Yeah. I guess it's not less of a big deal for her because she's, like, in the leaf, but, like, you know. Yeah, I feel like especially in the leaf, like, the Uchiha's got wiped out, and then Kurenai was like, yes, now I can be the, <laughs> the Genjutsu. Oh, shit, yeah. Just fucking terrible matchup. Mm-hmm. Like, instantly here, like, trapping you in a tree, Genjutsu gets, like, reversed on her. And, like, you know, she's able to break out of it pretty easily, but, you know, it's it's pretty clear that, like, I, I don't know if Kurenai has other tricks, but, like, she doesn't really get, get, get up to like trying any of them? Mm-mm. That's okay. Kakashi's here. Kakashi's here. Kakashi shows up. Zabuza's like trying to do his like shark bomb jutsu. <laughs> you called him Zabuza. I oh, fuck. God damn it. Kasame is trying to do his shark bomb jutsu. I like that there's so many water jutsus that are like, yeah, I'm gonna like make a different sort of animal out of water and shoot it at a guy. And clearly Kakashi has like enough of the fundamentals from when he was copying Zabuza's like water dragon shit to like just do a shark pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I imagine all, all of this jutsu were made in the same afternoon by the same guy who uh-huh. just, like, started big. Uh-huh. All right, that's the dragon. It just, it just started taking requests. <laughs> well, he started... No, no, no. He, he then broke it down into, like, smaller, easier versions and then gave each of them a different animal. Okay. All right. Kakashi shows up to the fight, which is, like, weirdly not the, like, sting you're in the episode on, because then we, like, cut back to Naruto, who's, like, eating ramen, and Dry just shows up, and he's like, oh, damn, you really do just eat ramen. That's hilarious. What's wrong with you? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Yeah, and then, I mean, the episode ends. The episode ends. That's all I have to say about this one. Yeah, alright. Episode 82, Eye to Eye, Sharingan versus Sharingan. Jiraiya drags Naruto along for the Tsunade hunt but Naruto isn't too thrilled about it until Jiraiya offers to teach him a new jutsu. Kasame and Kakashi bond over knowing Zabuza, and Itachi lets them know that they're just looking for something before returning to the fight. Itachi explodes one of his clones, and Kakashi gets injured, helping Kurenai avoid the blast. Itachi activates his special eyes, and Kakashi tells everyone not to look at them. So starting off this episode, we got some more stuff with Naruto and Jiraiya. I really like Naruto in this scene. Um, I like how he's like so hung up on like trying to learn the Chidori. He's like, no, I'm not fucking going anywhere because Kakashi is going to teach me the Chidori. I like that he still thinks that that's like the biggest, strongest attack because like the guy he thinks is like cool knows it. Um, I, I think there's sort of a fun dynamic where like in Naruto's head, like Sasuke is still like the the, the, the biggest, strongest guy his age he knows. And meanwhile, Sasuke is just like, shit, what the hell is going on? Why is Naruto strong? Um, it's it's honestly like a really fun dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, I love how angsty Sasuke is all the time now. It's so yeah. good. Yeah. Sasuke is not in this episode very much, but like whenever he is in this episode, he's just like going down into like the fucking basement of like the of like whatever fucking Uchiha building he's in to like go into like a special room that he goes to, to get more pissed off. Dry <laughs> is like trying to like motivate Naruto to go with him, and he's like just doing a frankly embarrassing job. And, like, I just kind of say it's a weird shit. He's like, hey, Naruto, we're going to go look for, like, a really hot girl. And, like, first of all, weird. That girl you're looking for is, like, the woman you're looking for is, like, 50 or whatever, right? Yeah. And Naruto's, like, 12. Uh-huh. Just, I I, I feel like maybe maybe he's not going to be the most motivated by that. And, like, obvi- and, like Naruto is, is just, like, or I, I feel like Jirai could assume that Naruto would be the most motivated by that. And, like, Naruto obviously isn't. And Naruto has, like, seen enough women to, like, know how to turn into a girl. And, that like, that's basically where his interest ends. Um. <laughs> For, the, the way you phrase that uh-huh. implied some things yeah I didn't really mean to imply those things but like you know like you know or, 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 like way earlier in the show he's like yeah we, we gotta like we gotta like look at girls and like enhance our sexy jutsu but like past that point he doesn't give a shit yeah 
I mean, he likes he likes the one kind of still. Yeah, but uh, but he's not a fucking creep. Yeah, he's not a fucking creep. Yeah, and also like, Jariah, if you just like tell the kid that you're like, yeah, we have to track down the person that we're gonna make the new Hokage. Right, like that 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 would be enough, right? Yeah, he'd be like, oh, an important mission. Yeah, you just have to say you're doing some important shit. Why are you not leading with this? Like he he does get there eventually. He's like, actually, I got I got to teach this even stronger than the Chidori. And Archer's like, oh shit, that's all. That's that's the that's like the thing I've been waiting my whole life to hear. And my whole life, I'd be like the last week. So I, now we like cut back to the river. Like, like Kashi has just made like another shadow clone of himself. So he's just sort of like passively standing in front of uh, like Kurai and also Asuma. He's just like here. He's just like, here to make sure anybody like nobody fights. But like. Uh, you know, unfortunately, upon introducing himself to uh, Kasame, uh, uh, Kasame's like, oh, you fought Zabuza, huh? I really want to fucking fight you. I almost have to wonder, like, were, like, did they fucking know each other? Like, they had some, like, uh, it seems like they had at least at some point some aligned goals. Like, were they tight? They, like, uh, they get along? I want to know. Yeah, I want to know. I mean, they're both one of the one of the seven swordsmen, right? Yeah, but, like, I, I don't know if we know how, like, how connected of like an organization that is right now? Like, I don't even know how many like active swordsmen there are right now. If, like, think about like the broad scheme of Naruto, right? Like, you know, Zabuza had one, Kisame has one. There's like yeah. another guy later we meet who has one, and like I think the other four are dead and don't like nobody has the swords at the moment. Do do we know what like constitutes being one of the seven swordsmen? Is it just possessing the sword? Maybe. Because I feel like that's badass. <laughs> like, it seems kind of like that way, because, like, they don't, like, denounce Zabuza as, like, one of the seven swordsmen of the mist. He still is that, right? Like, he's because he has the fucking head chopper. It's like, yeah, maybe it's just having the sword. Th- th- they couldn't do that because he had the coolest one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. What the fuck else do they have? <laughs> I mean, like, we're, we're looking at the second coolest one. Uh-huh. And the it's rest all of them are, And the rest of them are awful. Yeah, we're looking at the second coolest one, and it's not even a fucking sword, and neither of the rest of them, frankly. One of them's a big scroll. <laughs> God, I fucking hate that one. Uh, Kasame and Kakashi, Kakashi are about to square off, and Itachi, like, buttons is like, hey, Kasame, if you, like, try to fight here, it's gonna be a whole thing, it's gonna go really long, it's gonna draw a lot of attention, but, but like, if I fight here, I can fucking handle it, right? <laughs> yeah, we're, 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 they, they really want us to know that Itachi is, like, the, the new strongest guy, and they will, like, Stop at nothing to like have every, like make sure everybody else also knows that like there's a scene in this part where uh, uh, Asuma and Kuro are like oh my god to think he's this strong and like, Kashi's like no he's actually even stronger <laughs> <laughs> and, and then like Itachi like activates his special eyes except like it, it only sort of feels like it because they haven't really settled on the fact that the special eyes look different yet yeah so he's just got like the normal Sharingan still even though like he calls it the Mangekyo in this part mm-hmm. That's okay. That's okay. Don't worry about it. We can we can just like backfill. We can just pretend it looks right. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm I'm imagining it. Yeah. Whoa. It's badass. Oh my god. It looks so different. <laughs> wow. It looks so different and cool. I can immediately tell he's got a different power going on. <laughs> that's like basically what I had to say about this part of the episode. I think. All right. Let's move on then. With his Sharingan, Kakashi's the only one with any chance of standing up to Itachi's Genjutsu. But Itachi traps Kakashi in his nightmare realm. Kakashi gets nightmare stabbed for three days straight in the blink of an eye in the fucked up nightmare realm. He's mostly fine though. Kakashi asks if Itachi is after Sasuke. Itachi says no. They're after the legacy of the fourth Hokage. Kakashi remembers Jiraiya telling him about the Akatsuki and how they might be after the nine-tailed fox. Surprised Kakashi knows the name of their special club, Itachi asks Kasame to kill Asuma and Kurenai with the intent to abduct Kakashi. Guy intercepts and gives the other two some tips on dealing with the Sharingan. Itachi doesn't want this to turn into a big fight, so the Akatsuki retreat. Naruto and Jiraiya head out. Right. So yeah, this this part of the episode starts with like Kakashi being like, okay, with my with my Sharingan powers, I stand a chance against his like Genjutsu ability, and then like immediately doesn't fucking happen. He goes to brain hell. He's like up on the fucking cross, and Itachi is stabbing him forever. Um, literally crucified. He is literally being crucified. Uh this is like a very extensive scene. Like in the uh, in the manga, it's just like one big splash uh, page of like, well, here's a uh, Kakashi up on the cross, and there's like panels along the bottom of it of uh, 
of like Itachi stabbing him repeatedly. I, I do think that like making it into a long scene for the anime's perspective is like you know it's a, it's a reasonable call for filling time, and I think it's also like a good way to capture the effect of like oh I turned the page and now the whole fucking comic that I can see is uh, Kakashi being stabbed. Um, I, yeah. I think there's like some fun tricks in it where like there's a few times where Kakashi is like trying to like look over to like focus on something else and it's just like oh what's over there oh it's also me being stabbed. Cool. He he doesn't seem too upset by it though. Doesn't he? He he, he comes up the other end fine. He's like, Ugh. does he? You're the Sasuke. No, 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 there, there's one thing I do want to say like before we move on from Brain Hell, which is there's like the truly audacious decision uh, uh-huh. to have Itachi like a full two and a half minutes into this scene be like, oh by the way, it's only been one second. <laughs> I love this motherfucker so much. It's amazing. Like, you know, Orochimaru is like the big strong guy we're supposed to think is like, you know, scary and like maybe a little repulsive or whatever, which like, you know, we don't think he's repulsive. We love that guy. But like Itachi shows up and he's like the big strong guy where it's like, oh, you're supposed to think this guy is fucking badass. Yeah. Yeah. Back to like what happens after that. Did you have have something you want to say about that? Uh, Yeah. So Kakashi comes out of the fucking Genjutsu and I think he's fine. I don't know that he's fine, because I feel like a few minutes later in this episode, he just, like, collapses and starts sinking into the water. Yeah, that could have been from the explosion. It's probably from the explosion. Don't worry about it. Oh. Like, he's tuckered out. He's hurt. But, like, you know, yeah. he's, he's not, like, a fucking... He's not, like, a husk. Like, you didn't break him, right? And, like, I don't know. Can Genjutsu, like, fucking physically hurt you? I don't think so. Like, not really. Yeah. Right? Like, the, 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 the thing that Itachi was going for was, like, breaking his will or whatever, and when he comes out of it, he's fine, you know? So I think he's fine. I think he's fine. Okay. But yes, Kakashi's asking what, like, Itachi's here for, if he's after Sasuke, and Itachi's like, no, I'm here for the fourth Hokage's legacy. And this is, like, very silly to me, because, like, I, I don't know to what end he's trying to be secretive about this, because everybody in the scene immediately knows what he's talking about. And this, like, from a narrative perspective, the show makes it immediately clear who he's talking about, because Kashi's like, Naruto, and, like, <laughs> I, I mean, like, maybe it's trying to, like, establish to, like, establish to those of us who have not yet picked up on on the fact that, like, Naruto and the fourth Hokage are connected somehow. But, uh-huh. like, I feel like it's been pretty obvious about that. The the only one who would not immediately get that is Naruto. Yeah. <laughs> like, maybe Kasame doesn't really know exactly what that means. Right, but... But Kasame knows what... Yeah, but Kasame knows what they're there for, yeah. So it's like, why why is he saying it like this? It's so funny, Kasame's just like, you mean the blonde kid? <laughs> <laughs> Itachi's a lot of fun. Itachi is a lot of fun, yeah. So Kakashi is like thinking back to like when he was talking to Jiraiya earlier, when he like heard about the Akatsuki. Um, and Jiraiya is like... So first of all, the scene starts off with Dry being like, hey man, I hate to do this to you, but like I think it's time for Naruto to be my son instead of yours. Uh, you know, it's just how it's gotta be sometimes. Uh, yeah, Kakashi's like, fuck yeah, I'm so busy with Sasuke. <laughs> He's like, yeah, okay, Sasuke's like, I, th- I thought it was gonna be kind of a handful. It has like, the workload has increased. <laughs> this, uh, <laughs> this kid really needed a lot, like uh, even more than I expected. Now he's got like a fucking curse on him. Um, and then Dry is like talking about, uh, you know, this whole time, he hasn't just been, like, fucking around with, like, writing horny books. He's also been, like, following Orochimaru and, like, reporting information on... It's, like, and, like, gathering information on Orochimaru. And, like, I have to say, I don't know that he's been doing a very good job. Because Orochimaru has a whole village that, like, the Leaf just decided to, like, let Waltz into, like, in for the tuning exams. Yeah, also, we're still there. Like, we're still in the Leaf right now. Like, we're still undercover. <laughs> <laughs> but there's also, like... I, I mean, this is one of those things where it's like, like if I think about it, like most rationally, it's probably just like, okay, there are a lot of narrative connections that had not been established yet. But like, if I think about it in terms of like what all happens in Naruto, there is an example where like I kind of have to think like t- taking the full picture into account. Like Jiraiya in this moment is like he is lying about like how much he personally knows about the Akatsuki and like how much of a connection he has to that, right? Because mm-hmm. like the current ostensible leader of the Akatsuki is a kid that he like trained and like he, he doesn't seem to be like particularly uh confused about who its members are right like he's like he, he seems to know who they are even if he's not saying because like they're a big mysterious organization right now you can't just reveal all that shit right off the cuff it's so, like it, they, they, they're like you know they're, they're like 
two different reasons I can take of this. And one of them is like, uh, if I take the full picture into account, it seems like Dry is kind of bad at this. And there's a different picture, which is like, you know, maybe not necessarily the intent, but which is like a little more compelling, which is like, oh, Dry has like all of this like weird personal stakes in it where he doesn't really know how much to disclose to like the people that he's like ostensibly, like, like he, even as he's ostensibly trying to gather information for the leaf. And I, I don't know. I, I think that's interesting to talk about or to think about. Like, how much of this is, like, him being like, oh, yeah, I was following Orochimaru, and I, will, and I like, saw that he joined the Ikatsuki, and how much of it is him being like, oh, yeah, I was, like, sort of looking into the Ikatsuki for my own personal reasons, and I saw Orochimaru was there, and I was like, oh, shit, I should be paying attention to what Orochimaru is doing. Right, and and also, like, how, how much he's, like, telling them about, like, how they're, how, how they might be, like, after the Nine-Tailed Fox is him, like, yeah, okay, like, it, it is directly involving the village now, so, like, I kind of have to say it, but I'm gonna, like... Not say that much because maybe it won't be a big deal. Like I guess I don't actually know for sure if like 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 if Jiraiya actually knows like who like Pain is or whatever. But like you know it's yeah. I I think there are interesting angles you can like look at this scene through if uh you, you know like d- depending on like what what's actually true here you know. Mm-hmm. We also get like in in this scene we get this great like oh none of these guys have been like revealed to any level yet like shot of the Koski silhouette. <laughs> yeah. Where, like, you can see that, uh, you know, you can see that, like, Itachi, like, Kasame is there, and, like, that's probably Itachi next, Itachi next to Kasame, and, uh, I don't know who any of the rest of these fucking guys are. <laughs> I don't know who I'm supposed to think any of these people are. Well, you see, they all have hair. They all have hair. I, I love whenever they have to draw, like, a mysterious, like, silhouette group of a bunch of people who don't have designs yet, and so they're just kind of fucking guessing. Yeah, they're just, they're just a bunch of fucking <laughs> they're, like, dudes. hoping to be vague enough that it's like, yeah, this could be sort of correct. It's, uh, it's, 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 it's Kakashi's imagination. Because mm-hmm. we all know how good Kakashi is at imagining stuff. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like from the, from the Land of Waves, where, yeah. uh, Zabuza was. <laughs> from imagining Zabu just having completely, like, raised the village into the mist of the ground. Yeah. But anyway, you know, b- back in, back in the present, Kasama's about to, like, leap into action, and, like, Guy fucking shows up. Guy's great here. Guy's so good here. I love that he shows up and he like looks at Osman Karate. He's like, "Hey, wait, why, why do you guys have your eyes closed?" And I'm like, "Well, it's because of the sharing gone." He's like, "Okay, you can just like look at their feet and read their moves." And, and they're like, "No, no, we can't." <laughs> <laughs> That's not some shit normal people can just do, guy. Like, I'm sorry. I know you've been fighting the fucking one guy left in the village with the sharing gone for the last like decade of your life, but like we can't do that shit. <laughs> He's like, "Okay, well, can, can you try? <laughs> just give it your best shot." <laughs> yeah, like we gotta try. Also, like, 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 shortly after Guy shows up, Kashi just, like, starts, like, fucking sinking into the water and just, like, le- like leans down, like, throws him over his shoulder. <laughs> it's great. There is a scene here where, uh, there is a really good dub line. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know when Guy, like, introduces himself and then fucking Kasame has something to say about it? Mm-hmm. Um, Kasame's dub line here, more like mighty stupid looking Guy. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> fucking got his ass. <laughs> fucking got his ass so bad he's never recovering from that never it's such a fucking hilarious anime dump line i can't get over it that's beautiful right i mean then uh realizing there's like a bit of a bit more of a fight and like a guy called for reinforcements you know uh itachi and summer it's like okay fine we're fucking out of here and that's that's like all i have to say about that episode right is there anything more you want to touch on no i mean that's basically it okay episode 83 jiraiya Naruto's potential disaster. On the road, Naruto's super eager to find out what the new jutsu is going to be. Back in town, everyone's helping repair the village, and Sakura goes to deliver some treats to Ino's house. Sasuke blows holes in some rocks and seizes about Naruto growing way stronger than him. Itachi and Kasame talk about not wanting to fight Jiraiya head-on, and Itachi notes that everyone, even the strongest guys, have their weaknesses. There is a scene at the top of this episode that you mentioned when we were talking about the previous one, right? Yeah. Where, where, where Naruto is like trying to figure out what jutsu Jiraiya uh, is going to teach him. This boy is so fucking stupid. <laughs> it's amazing. I love that in his head, Jirai is just the guy who like knows about walking on things. So he's like, okay, he's going to teach me how to fly by walking on air. <laughs> I love I love how that's not even the first thing he goes to also. Yeah. His first thought is walking on fire. Uh-huh. Which, you know, very useful. Good job, Naruto. <laughs> he's like completely forgotten about Toads. He's like, yeah, Jirai knows how to walk. It's beautiful. The boy doesn't know a thing. And Jiraiya is, like, kind of sick of this. He's, like, tries to give his whole whole spiel about how he's, like, the strongest fucking guy in the world. He's, like, so sexy that people are literally afraid of him. <laughs> like, Naruto basically doesn't fucking care until he realizes, like, wait, shit. If you're strong, you're training me, 
that means I'm good. <laughs> you know, dry like begrudgingly reveals like, yeah, okay, fine. I do train strong people. I trained the fourth Hokage, which again feels like shit you should be leading with. But also, it's one of those things where it's like, I, I, at this point, why are you not just telling the kid? Who who benefits from him not knowing? He's like, oh, you you, you remind me so much of the fourth Hokage for some reason. You got this. You've got the same hair. Yeah, you. It's 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 weird. You got like the same hair and also like half of his jeans. <laughs> yeah, how would uh, that happen? And also, he's just your fucking dad, kid. Yeah, like, well, I I don't, I I truly don't understand why they don't just go a step further. Like, I I I I, I get that it, like is gonna be like a reveal later, but I don't know. Like, it's one of those reveals where it doesn't make sense that it's like a being kept a secret from him, especially at this point when there's like so much like on the table. Like, he has talked to that fox. <laughs> Yeah, like, he has talked to the fox, he has talked to Jirai specifically about talking to the fox. Yeah. Right? Like, Jiraiya knows he knows, and, like, the the thing that I liked about Jiraiya back when, like, the fox stuff was going down for the first time was that Jiraiya was just the guy that didn't give a shit. Jiraiya was the guy that was just like, yeah, it's the fox. Mm-hmm. Like, at a, at a certain point, you're just kind of, like, running against the risk of, like, oh, he's gonna find out some other way. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It, it, it is like one of those weird points of tension that like never really resolves for me. I, I just don't really get it. I think there are like some like gestures towards like why later, but like you know, I guess we'll get there when we get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just they just don't want the kid to get a big head about it. I guess <laughs> Naruto's stupid as hell. He'll be like, he'll be so fucking annoying if he knows he's the, the fourth Okage's son. Okay, all right, that starts to make a little sense to me. God, I mean, like you've seen Konohamaru. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, I don't even know if we know who Konohamaru's dad is, right? No, we like Konohamaru's dad is like totally absent. He's a fucking nobody if he's even alive. Yeah, right. Like, I, I, I remember looking it up, and I couldn't even like decisively like find whether or not it is true that he is just a dead guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, again, they're 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 like I talked about this before. Like, there's a lot of characters whose parents are just like absent because like the actual parental relationship is not like really foregrounded in a lot of naruto right um mm-hmm. and like the, the the actual like lineage outside like the big clans is like much more a thing about like yeah here's who trained you and like here's who trained the guy who trained you and until we get to boruto until we get to boruto yeah so back in the village like sakura is like getting ready to go about her day she's like going to go give uh like sweets to Eno's house and it's like i'll give i'll give some to the boys i know you know she's gonna bring some to sasuke which like unfortunately we just learned that sasuke hates sweets so that's gonna go over poorly for her mm-hmm. um and she thinks back to, uh, she thinks back to, like, you know, talking to Sasuke while, like, uh, while, uh, Kakashi is, like, sort of joking and trying to teach Naruto the, the Chidori, which is, like, kind of, kind of a cute scene where Kakashi's, like, obviously the kid's not gonna fucking get it, but, like, I don't know, I'll, I'll tell him, like, the basics and just sort of, like, watch him fuck up for a bit. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the, the scene acts as, like, sort of a bridge between, like, you know, like, Sakura learns that Naruto saved her and that, like, Sasuke's, like, kind of worried about, uh, about how strong Naruto has become. Like that, like that winds up acting as a bridge. Like, oh, we cut over to Sasuke after that, and um, God, I, I have to say again, I, I, I think the uh, the continued erosion of like anything going on with Sakura is like very frustrating. Where like she learns that Naruto is getting very strong now, and her reaction is basically just like, ah, shucks, that's nice. Like, <laughs> there, there's there's no real like competitive spirit or like recognition on her part. Of, like, oh yeah, back at the fucking academy, she was like good at shit, but now she's just kind of like being left by the wayside. It's just like, oh wow, the boys are strong. That's great. Forever and ever and ever will I be sad about the girls in Naruto. Mm-hmm. Like, she just can't even fucking bring herself to, like, feel anything interesting about it. Or, like, anything, like... like it's, it's just not characterful. It's just the most, like, generic, like, oh, wow. Boys can wow. be strong. Boy, boys are strong. Good thing I'm a girl, so I don't have to be strong. <sighs> I'll, just get, I'll, just give them, I'll just bring them flowers and candy. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. blush about how strong they're getting. Yeah... Sasuke is, of course, not being normal about it. Sasuke is, like, so fucked up about it. He's just, like, fucking, he's fucking up a rock. He's, uh, he, he's just trying to push himself harder every moment. You know, he feels he's got to play catch-up for the first time in his life. Um, I, I, I love this shit. This is, like, one of my favorite rival things, where, like, the rival who's, like, naturally good at something, like, realizes, like, oh, shit, I have to try at this. Nobody ever told me about having to try to be better at something than somebody else. I have no idea how to fucking handle it healthily, so I'm going to be a disaster instead. Yeah. I eat it up every time. So fucking good. So then we move on to the scene where Itachi and Kasame are talking about Jiraiya. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, again, it, it, this is another moment of like, it, it, it's just kind of charming to be like how like precise the uh, the show would be about like the gradations of like the various characters' strengths, right? Because we we know right 
Rochimaru isn't as strong as Itachi. And Itachi's like, okay, I'm not as strong as Dry. Like, I could, I could, maybe we could kill each other at the same time, but I could, if, if I get lucky, but I can't win. Yeah, he looks over, he looks over at Kasami and he's like, you definitely die against Jiraiya. Yeah. <laughs> I think Kasami's just chill with this, like, he doesn't mind. Yeah, I love, honestly, 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 I love their dynamics so fucking much. Kasami, like, doesn't really mind being the weaker one to do it, because, like, he still gets to fuck up a guy with his shark sword every once in a while. That's really, that's really all that matters to him. He's just hanging out. He's just here he's to just vibe. He's just hanging out. He, he, he's just here to, like, fucking... He, he, he's just here to, like, do his job and, like, humor his boyfriend. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I can respect that. Yeah. Also, I decided they're dating, if that wasn't obvious. Yeah, no, I, I could tell by, by like, the multiple times you've heard them in, in this episode as boyfriends. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, really, that really gave up the game on that one. Yeah. I mean, it's just true, though. Look at them. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I, I see it. They paint each other's nails. <laughs> they paint each other's nails. You, uh, you ready to move on? Yeah. Naruto's playing with the bells at a shrine and asks Jiraiya about the fourth Hokage. He deflects and starts talking about the third. We get a story of when he did the bell test and ended up tied up to the log like Naruto was. Sasuke walks in on Gai, Asuma, and Kurenai talking over an unconscious Kakashi. He learns that Itachi was in town and is looking for Naruto. He takes off and interrogates the ramen guy about Naruto's whereabouts. Naruto and Jiraiya make it to the next town and stop to stay at an inn. Jiraiya leaves Naruto with the room key and heads off to spend the night with a totally not suspicious hot lady. Sasuke arrives a little later and rushes to track down their hotel. He finally gets a positive reply regarding the blonde kid and the old guy, but it's the wrong people. Itachi finds Naruto in his room. Right, so this is the one of our episodes this week that is only adapting uh, one chapter of the manga. Like you, you can kind of start to tell uh, with it, with this part of the episode a little more, but I, I think it mostly does really well with it. Like, I mean, part of that is like it, it brings back that scene with, uh, you know, like, like I talked about in the previous episode because I thought the anime skipped it. Um, yeah. With uh, Jiraiya remembering when he was taking like the bell test with uh, the third Hokage. Mm-hmm. But before we get into that, I just I think it's like a really delightful scene of Naruto just being like a goofy kid. I love that he's like he's like running back and forth and like jangle the bells and like we like cut over to dry and we hear like the shadow clone summoning noise and we like cut back to Naruto and he's like got like four of him and he's like sitting on his own shoulders to like be like jangling both of the bells really well at the same time. Yeah. He's just, he's just happy to be on a fucking road trip with his like fucking his new dad. <laughs> with his new old dad. Yeah. Did did you have anything you want to say, like now that like the uh Jiraiya, like, flashback to the third Hokage thing has actually been, like, something you've seen? Like, was there anything you want to touch on with that? Um, I still fucking hate the third Hokage, actually. Yeah, he, he comes across pretty badly here, like I said. Like, you know, when I read this in the manga, I was like, oh, I, I kind of see why they didn't put this in the episodes. Everybody, everybody was fondly reminiscing about him because he seems like a fucking shithead here. Yeah. Um, um, also, I, can I say the thing uh, about, like, the way he's talking about Orochimaru here? Mm-hmm. That's not the way you talk about him after you found out he was gay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's a thing that the anime didn't really come across in the manga, which is like, right, like they they leave Dry like tied to the fucking stump or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And then like when he's like going to like actually talk to Dry, it's like way fucking later in the day. He just left him there. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's so fucking weird that like every time we see this, it's like here's your like teamwork learning exercise. That like Third Hokage just has like the here's how we learn which one of you is the worst uh, training exercise for his kids. It's just uh. It's a strange choice. I don't know. It's a, uh, it's a weird one. I, I I do like that when like Jiraiya starts reminiscing about it. He like well like when Jiraiya like asks Naruto about like having done to uh, if he did like a bell test. And, like Naruto mentions uh being tied to the stump. Jiraiya's like, oh you too. I mean uh nothing. That didn't happen actually. I'm really strong and cool. You have to believe me. Yeah, it's very important. Jiraiya could just say, hey, we're on an important mission. We're in charge of tracking down the person that's going to be the next Okage. Like we we I I I we I have a pretty good idea of where she is, so I wasn't so I'm gonna go and fetch her, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And and then he could be all like, you know, and 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 we're gonna learn like a jutsu about it, right? Mm-hmm. We're we're gonna learn a relevant jutsu from the new Hokage. Yeah. But uh, nah. I I do think it's like honestly kind of weird that Dry doesn't try to be like. Oh, you know, I I used to be kind of like a dumb kid like you, but now I'm actually super strong and awesome, and everybody loves me. Yeah. But like maybe he's not about that level of humility. 
Anyway, back in the village, uh, the leaf duo are just like fucking sitting in Kakashi's room, right? Like, there's not like a fucking hospital you can get admitted to for like having had your brain tortured for 72 hours. So you just kind of got to sleep that one off. Yeah. Um, they're just like like sitting around there, like awkwardly. Sasuke runs in there. And you're like, hey, what? Why are you all here? Why is Kakashi asleep? And they're just all like having this like fucking sitcom ass moment of like, oh, it's it's no no reason. It's fine. <laughs> Some fucking random, random fucking Aoba Yamashiro runs. It's like, hey, I heard Itachi was here. What's up? And everybody's just fucking glaring at him. It's amazing. Hey, I heard Itachi's here. What's up? Is it true that he's after Naruto? <laughs> yeah, is it true that he's after Naruto and not Sasuke? <laughs> What's going on? Just like a ridiculous comedy beat. <laughs> it's beautiful. I love how they made a ridiculous comedy beat out of like the worst news. Uh-huh. <laughs> fucking Sasuke could get right now. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. <laughs> That's gonna be great for his trauma, dude. Thanks. Yeah, really helpful. <laughs> could, he, could, you, could you have, like, knocked first? <laughs> uh, usually when you're trying to, like, help someone with their trauma, you don't want to help the trauma. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joining the war against trauma on the side of trauma. <laughs> <laughs> so Sasuke just leaves immediately? Yeah, Sasuke's fucking off. He's out of here. I love how all the other adults in the room are just like, come the fuck on, dude. Oh, yeah. I feel like maybe at least one of them should have gone after Sasuke, but like... It was it was a joke. We played a prank on you. <laughs> hey, April Fools. <laughs> April Fools. So Sasuke runs off. He like bumps into Sakura, asks where Naruto is. She doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Sakura at this point has to be getting like kind of annoyed that all of the girl, all of the boys in his life just like go to go to like talk to her to ask about other boys. Yeah, yeah. And this is her terrible play as a heterosexual ally. <laughs> yeah. Fucking, this is what you do when you when you just like make yourself the center of all of your fucking gay besties, right? Like, mm-hmm. you see, all, all all of the boys in your social circle are just like you know, not all that into girls. Mm-hmm. Sasuke like runs off to the fucking like the the ramen shop. Sort of expects Naruto to be there, and he's like, "Oh shit, Naruto isn't here." You know, asks around about it. There's like a weird beat where um in the manga, like it said like, "Oh yeah, Dry went to this town a little ways away that has a pleasure district in it." And like in the anime, like both in the subs that I have, and like I checked in the dub also, like they're like, "Yeah, it's like a you know, it's like an outpost town, or it's like it's like a post office there or whatever." They're they're like very much trying to like kind of elide that, but also like by the time anybody gets there, it's like very obvious what the vibe is. They just don't say it. Yeah, they just don't say it. Also, I like when Sasuke, like, gets the information and leaves out and, like, mm. leaves right away. Yeah. Like, I just, like, could have fucking bought something. Jeez. Yeah. But, 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 yeah, we get, we get to the next town. Any, any anything you want to say specifically about, uh, the, 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 the pleasure district? I, I guess I don't actually have a ton to say, really. Um. Okay. There, there, there's a funny guy holding a flame and posing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all I gotta say. That's all I gotta say. A dog's looking at him. I, yeah. I, I, there is like a bit that I do kind of like where like, um, you, you know, like obviously, uh, you know, when Dryer and Naruto are walking through here, we get that like whole like, here's all the guys here in this fucking pleasure district. And then when Sasuke shows up later, we get the same montage, but faster because he's running. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just a good little bit. Yeah. I mean, there's there's not a whole lot left. Like, you know. Like Naruto like, goes back to the room to like practice chakra control or whatever. And we get, like, another one of these moments where the anime, like, accidentally touches on, like, a training method that Naruto's gonna, like, discover, like, years later, but, like, as a, for a visual gag. Yeah. Sasuke's, like, searching around. There's this weird moment introduced where, like, while Sasuke's, like, running around, like, asking about all the, all the hotels and, like, going to the hotel for old people and then going to the hotel for girls only. Um, you know, it, 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 there's a moment in his, in his, like, search where he, like, glares across the, uh, across the street at the hotel where Naruto is. And then, like, seems to just go somewhere else entirely. Yeah, I don't know what's up with that. I don't know. Because that guy just like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying shit about who showed up here. Or, uh... There's just, like, wasn't anybody at the front desk at the moment. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, fuck. Yeah, and then we get the we get the thing where, like, he asks somebody, and they're like, yeah, I think I, I think I saw someone like that. And he goes up to the room, and different guys. Yeah. You know, they, they don't try to, like, play it where, uh, you know... We, you know, he sees Asuka knocking at the door, and, like, Naruto hears a knock at the door, and, you know, it's, like, trying to, like, cut back and forth these, like, create this sort of, like, uh... Just like in the Gara Hospital. Oh my god, it's just like in the Gara Hospital. It all comes back around. 
So I, I think it's a pretty fun bit, and I think like you know Naruto open, opening up the door and like Itachi is just fucking there is like a pretty good stinger. Yeah, totally. But uh, that that that's the episodes this week. That's our episodes. Okay. What are we watching next week? Next week we are watching episodes. 84, 85, and 86. We still gotta fucking sit down and figure out how we're approaching, like, this arc because of its weird length, but, like, you know. Mm-hmm. I haven't thought... I didn't think about it before we recorded this one, so the next week we're just doing three episodes again. Woohoo! So, hey, thanks for listening. If you want to catch the next episode early, you should check us out on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Konoha Crush. All one word, Konoha Crush. There, you get access to episodes up to a week early. Usually we post them the day after we post them on the main feed. Uh, you also get our bonus podcast, Narukai Uzumaki, where we talk about different, like, isekai and stuff on, like, a monthly basis. We're currently watching the first season of ReZero, so that's going to be our August episode, so look forward to that. Thanks to our Jonin-tier patrons, Maple and Izzy, future Jinchuriki of the Six-Tailed Beast. Uh, thank you so much for your support. It really means a lot to us. Any images we talk about on the podcast can be found on our Twitter, at Konoha Crush, all one word, at Konoha Crush. And we have a Tumblr now, too. Our, U- our URL for that is Konoha Crush Cast, all one word, Konoha Crush com. So, you know, if you're more of like a Tumblr person... You could uh, follow us there and get, you know, notifications when we upload episodes. Probably we'll make posts, reblog shit, you know, tum- Tumblr stuff. Or don't. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you got so many options. Yeah. All right. Any- anything you want to shout out? Uh, no, I'm not, a, like, I'm not a pity shit other than this podcast again this week. So, like, that's basically it. All right. Go check out all the Gwen stuff. Yeah. You can check out my stuff. Uh, Hey, thanks for listening. And remember, there's no such thing as filler.